You're listening to Tailgate Country. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tailgate Country podcast. We have uh, one of our favorite guests on today. We had him on exactly uh, a year ago, and now he's back. It is Ohio native artist Kurt Freeman. Kurt, how are you doing today? Good. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me back. Excited to be back. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, really excited to have you on here. So, uh, like I said, it's been exactly a year. So, just catch us up. What have you been doing for the past year? We know what you've been doing, but the listeners might yeah. not know. So, catch everybody else up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it was uh, it was kind of a cool cool time when we met last year. Um, so it was just kind of when I was getting a band kind of formed and and really getting a band together. And we started, you know, we were playing out at shows and things like that. So last summer really was was when we kind of started playing, you know, out, you know, if not every weekend, every other weekend and playing at, you know, local bars, you know, around Cleveland and things like that and Lakewood and and uh, just trying to, you know, get our name out there and, and play some shows. And um, we're pretty active as we kind of got into the fall. I think we were playing, you know, a show every couple of weeks up till about October. Um, and then we did like one Christmas party and then kind of at the beginning of this year, was when we really started recording the uh, the EP. So, um, so it was kind of fun. We had a full year of of playing together and kind of getting familiar together with the band, and uh, and yeah. So then it kind of translated right into the recording studio, which was really just my house and my buddy's house as we recorded everything for the EP at, and and uh, really recorded it as a full kind of full band, which is cool. So it should be a little bit of a different sound, but um, but I'm excited for it. So yeah. So it's been been busy and obviously with the COVID and, and quarantine and everything like that it's been uh, it's been a little different the last couple months not playing too many shows but been doing a lot of writing and and uh, still working my, my full-time job from home so keeping busy with that and and then just trying to uh, stay sane on the uh, you know on the weekends and things like that but yeah well that's exciting I'm I'm ready for the the new sound the full band EP all that good stuff like really excited for it yeah it's been it's been a definitely a different process but um, but we've had a blast with it and it's just, you know, learning, learning how we all kind of record and learning how we all work together and things like that. So it's been a blast and, and it's sounding really good. So I'm, yeah, it's, I've been dying to get it released. So we finally are getting to a point where, you know, we re- you know announced it last, uh, last Friday that July 31st is the day. So, um, so yeah, a couple more weeks and, and we can get it out. So. And just to catch everybody else up, um, if, I mean, you're listening to this podcast, so you know who Kurt Freeman is. He's the guy who sings us into all of our shows um, and also out of. So uh, just catching everybody else up just in case they were uh, wondering about that. Um, But you just mentioned about your EP. So you want to talk a little bit about it? Maybe promote it a little bit, some stories behind the song? Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, so it'll be a three-song EP. Um, It's actually the first track is the title track, Outlaw. Um, so that's been, that's been kind of a, uh, a fan favorite, you know, as we've been playing, uh, shows live at the end of last year, that was definitely a new one that, um, you know, original that we would play that people would really seem to like. So, um, it's definitely, you know, a fun full band, um, you know, kind of heavy song, but, um, but also has some kind of fun, you know, quirky things in there, kind of similar to beer pressure, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's actually kind of all based around, um, when me and my buddies were kids and, you know, we, we think we were, you know, being, being, you know, but badasses and things like that when you're really just, you know, we're fishing in our neighbor's pond when we weren't supposed to or whatever, you know, just little stories like that, that, you know, when you're a kid in the moment, you feel like you're just, you know, you're breaking all the rules and, and looking back, it's just, you know, it's funny stuff. So um, a few stories like that. And then the title was kind of inspired by uh, my dad, who's a huge old Western movies guy. 
And uh, one of his favorites is The Outlaw Josie Wales, which uh, stars Clint Eastwood. If you haven't seen it, it's a classic. It's a great movie. So that's kind of um, tied into the inspiration for that one as well. So, um, so yeah, so that first track is Outlaw. I'm excited about that one. Um, the second track on the EP will be Timing. Um, so I think, uh, Hunter, you've heard, heard me play that one uh, last year in Columbus. Um, but I'm really excited about yeah, that, that one. Yeah, that one's great. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I remember you saying that you liked that one. But, um, but yeah, that one's kind of about a girl that um, I was kind of dating on and off last year. And, and really, it was just, you know, the timing was never right. And that's kind of the, the theme of the song. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of a, a little bit of a breakup song, but, you know, not really a breakup song, if that makes sense. So, um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that one. And then third, uh, third track is called One More Song. Um, and that's actually one that I wrote probably back in 2015 now. Um, that, that was actually going to be track number five on the first EP. And then we kind of just ran out of time recording wise. Um, so yeah, so it just made sense to kind of push that one off. Um, and then obviously didn't, wasn't, didn't really feel right as a single. So that's why I you know, went with friends I call brothers last, uh, last September. And then, um, and then, yeah, so we uh, decided to add it to this one. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for it. No, that's awesome. So I was kind of curious about more of the, the background of, okay, so you, you know that you want to create an EP, but what's, what's the back end stuff? Of what goes into that talking to, you know, your uh, management and everything that goes into that with getting on the music streaming sites and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So, um, so the nice thing is, is I'm an independent artist. So everything I've been doing is all on my own. Um, so the nice thing is I have all the creative control. So all the, all the guys that, you know, are in the band are actually all guys that hadn't played country music before and, and kind of, you know, adopted it as, you know, as they played with me and learned my music and things like that. So, um, just as a songwriter, I love having that control and, you know, I've all write all my songs by myself. So, um, I kind of like having that creative control and that the creative freedom to kind of go the direction that I want to go in. So, um, as I'm writing, I'm always kind of kind of just, you know, picturing, hey, you know, how would these, you know, go together as a full story or as an EP or as an album or whatever that may look like. Um, and just with where I'm at in my career right now, I'm still so early on and still, you know, um, you know, trying to get to the level that I want to get to. So I feel like releasing smaller projects, EPs, just to get the music out there is definitely makes more sense for me right now. And, you know, I thought about going the singles route, but, you know, I'm kind of old school. I like having a collection of music. So, um, that's kind of why I decided to go the EP route rather than releasing these three as singles this summer. So, very cool. You mentioned uh, you write all your songs by yourself. Has have you tried writing with other people? I know it seems like writing songs by yourself is pretty unique, um, and most songs are written by several people. How's how do you decide to do that? Yeah. So I mean, it's always just been something that you know I've was super protective of my music up front, you know, like when I was in high school and college writing songs, you know, those songs were pretty bad, I'll be honest, but it was still something that I kind of liked keeping to myself and, and really didn't share with anybody. Um, and it wasn't until I started writing a few that I was like proud of. And then I started, you know, in Texas was like that first one that, um, that I was really proud of. And I started showing people and that's kind of what, you know, broke me out of my shell as far as sharing that music that I write with people. And um, obviously it's steamrolled into where, where I'm at today, but 
um, yeah, I've actually, I've, I've had a few sessions writing with people and it's, it's fun. I love it. Um, it's actually great. You know, I, it's, I haven't had too much experience with it, but the few times that I have done it, I'm like, wow, this is definitely something I need to do more of just cause it's like, you know, I'm, I'm only limiting myself to other ideas and, and other, you know, people with different stories and different backgrounds that have all sorts of inspiration that can create awesome music. So, um, so yeah, it's something I, I want to get more into, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm pretty, you know, controlling and, and kind of just, you know, private about my music that um, I, I do enjoy writing, you know, writing by myself and kind of pulling from, from real true stories. But yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. I, I did want to uh, go back to uh, one of the concerts that you had this past year. Um, and that was at Country Jam, I believe, when Ashley McBride was the headliner. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't officially called Country Jam. So Country Jam was actually canceled officially last year uh, with WGAR, but that's why they kind of included a concert with the Cuyahoga County Fair. Um, so it was technically with part of the fairgrounds um, and part of the fairs. It was like the Saturday night concert at the, uh, at the grandstand and everything. So um, similar setup and whatnot, but yeah, it was Ashley McBride was the headliner. Uh, Lainey Wilson was the second, and then I was the opener. So um, it was, it was super humbling. It was, you know, incredible being able to hang out with Lainey while, you know, Ashley was on stage and just seeing Ashley live for the first time was incredible. You know, Lainey was super cool, super down to earth. She actually played by herself acoustically and was incredible, like blew everyone out of the water. So, um, yeah, so it was a really fun show. Um, you know, it was definitely, you know, an awesome experience for me. It was the biggest show that I'd ever played. So, um, you know, first time with the full band and, and being on that type of stage it was a great experience. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to hopefully uh, if Country Jam happens this year, um, I'll be opening and uh, Billy Currington's the headliner for yeah. that this year. So that's a pretty big, pretty big lineup with with, uh, you know, Dylan Scott and Lindsay Ellen, Carly Pierce as well. So, um, so yeah, I'm hoping that still happens and, and uh, that still goes off if we can do it safely. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm hoping to get to that one. Have you, have you heard anything from anyone about that or just? So a few weeks ago, WGAR actually posted something about, um, hey, we haven't had any updates yet. We're still in, you know, conversation, things like that. So, um, so yeah, so no official updates yet. Um, I've heard rumors that they might be, you know, requiring people to either wear masks or also like there might be a waiver that is part of the ticket. So like when you buy your ticket, mm -hmm. there's a waiver that you have to sign an initial and basically say, hey, you know, I, you can't complete your ticket purchase until you sign this waiver saying, you know, hey, if, if I get sick, I, you know, I'm not holding the, uh, the concert venue or anything like that liable or whatever. So I could see them going that route, hopefully. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it's, there's so many crazy things going on. And, and I'm, you know, I keep up with sports and trying to, you know, see if when those are coming back. And it's just, it's, it's tough right now. So um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, if we can, if we can pull it off and do it safely. Um, you know, I'm, I can't wait, but you know, obviously if, if it needs to be postponed or whatever, um, I'm kind of going with the flow with, with, uh, what they decide. So, yeah. I have to say, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't even <laughs> thought about the waiver thing. Like, I don't know. That'd yeah. Be, so I heard interesting. that starting oh. with college sports. So like I heard like college athletes that are starting to go mm -hmm. back for fall sports, the few that are at least starting some like, you know, training or whatever. I think those are the ones that are sending out these waivers and I'm sure you have to have like a, you know, parent or guardian signed for if you're, you know, if you're college students, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. I don't, I don't know what's going, what's going to happen or, or, you know, if it's going to get better or worse, but hopefully yeah, yeah. I just can hope for the best, you know? Yeah. I got I to say though, from the lineup that you mentioned about uh, this coming country jam. So country jam was actually the first 
uh, concert I ever went to, like in my whole entire yeah. life. And I grew up I going think to I it. I saying that too. Yeah. Yeah. In and, yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> boy, they've really stepped up their game with the lineups. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, because I was looking at the past lineups and like I've seen like a couple years ago, Morgan Wallen was there and like Dan and Shay have been there. And it's like, I feel like they get a lot of these artists before they, they really hit the, you know, hit the big time or really, you know, blow up. But, um, but yeah, I mean, with this year when I, I was waiting for, cause I got the initial word back like around Thanksgiving time. So this is actually kind of a funny story. So I took a hunting trip the weekend before Thanksgiving. So I, I took like Friday off, was gone basically till the next Wednesday and then, you know, came back Wednesday and then that Thursday was Thanksgiving. So I was like off, wasn't around my computer at all. So finally, like I get back Wednesday or Tuesday night and I'm like checking my emails, things like that. The previous Friday when I left my hunting trip, WGAR actually reached out and we're trying to like, hey, are you interested in playing at Country Jam? So immediately I'm like freaking out, like, oh my God, did I just miss out on this opportunity? So I called actually Carletta Blake at WGAR right away. And she's like, no, we were hoping to hear back from you. So I explained the whole story and she's from Texas. So she's like, oh, I have a bunch of brothers that hunt. So I completely understand like you're off the grid. It's, it's whatever. So, um, so yeah, it was pretty funny losing my mind there for a second. But, uh, but yeah, so she told me, and that was like right around Thanksgiving. Um, and then it was like, oh, we're going to announce it December. So just, you know, hang tight. Can't, you can't say anything yet till it's official. And then it was in December, they just announced Billy Currington as the headliner. And they were like, oh, the rest of the lineup will come later. So still had to wait a little bit. So it was, I was like sitting on pins and needles, just like trying to, trying to bite my tongue. But, um, and then, yeah, when they announced the rest of the lineup live, I was like blown away with Dylan Scott, Carly Pierce, Lindsay L, Jackson Mickelson. It's going to be, if it goes off, it's going to be an incredible show. I can't wait yeah that's yeah yeah (laughs) and yeah you you mentioned uh getting artists before their time uh number one you and uh they also (laughs) i remember uh john party in 2013 oh man that had to be awesome too especially yeah he is now yeah he's he's come a long way um but no i'm i yeah i really hope that uh that country jam happens this year it's tough is it still slated for uh late august yeah, so the the official date is August twenty second. That's Saturday. So that's um, coming up. Yeah, so it's you know we're actually I'm meeting with the band. We have our, our band practice tomorrow to kind of. So we're like, I mean, as of right now, we're we're kind of prepping like it's gonna happen. You know, just just in case. But um, yeah, we haven't heard anything official, so I'm just kind of waiting and hopefully, hopefully we get some good news. But what goes into setting your uh, set list? for that night do you play around with different transitions and different orders of your songs or you just got the way of doing it and you always do it that way so that's actually it's that was a fun experience for me to kind of get into last year because you know with the with the uh the ash mcbride and laney wilson show that was something that we definitely needed to do and that was something that we had never done before as a band together yet so uh so yeah leading up to that show we really kind of you know dove into you know i kind of created the set list and you know got the order originals and maybe a cover here and there um mixed in but i kind of got the order i want and then we kind of looked at it as a band and then and just kind of went through each song and um with the originals which you know we kind of know like the back of our hands so those were a lot easier and then you know transitioning just going from one song to the next and and keeping it smooth and keeping it you know keeping it rolling and especially as an opener you don't have as much time as you know some of the some of the later acts so you got to make the most of it so the quicker transitions you know moving from one song to the next is you know as easy as you can is, is always big time so yeah so it's it's critical it's just kind of a mad you know imagine just getting together with the band and 
kind of shooting, shooting ideas across the room and, and seeing what works and what makes sense. But, um, but yeah. So I know that everything's been put on hold um, and down here in Texas, things have been put back on hold and even uh, reeled back a little bit. So hopefully uh, Ohio doesn't get to that point, but uh, when things resume, um, what kind of shows are we looking at for you? Do you got anything lined up other than country jam? Yeah. So nothing other than country jam right now. I had a few things lined up that were all kind of canceled um, indefinitely just because they were, you know, kind of just bar shows and things like that. And it was, you know, when the bars were closed. So um, I've been kind of just waiting um, a few weeks ago. I actually played a show at collision bend, uh, which is down in the East bank of the flats downtown. Um, so it's, it's awesome spot, you know, right on the river and everything like that. Um, and they actually had us out on the patio. So it was, it was a really cool venue and a really cool setup, but it was just tough with all the, all the rules and everything and regulations, you know, people having to be social distancing apart, you know, it was just tough. Cause I had a lot of buddies that, you know, wanted to come down and things like that. And, you know, ended up being like 45, 50 minute wait for a table. And then, you know, people that get out on the patio, like they want to hang out and have dinner and then have drinks and stuff like that. So you know, it was kind of tough, you know, for, you know, for people to come and, and, and see us play and things like that. But once, you know, later in the night it opened up, but, um, but yeah, so it's kind of interesting right now. I think in Ohio, things are still, um, you know, kind of, kind of regulated right now. So I think once things start opening up a bit more, I'll start kind of getting back in contact with those folks and, and start getting things booked up. Um, because yeah, with, with, you know, especially with the shows that I play, I want everyone, you know, up front and, and getting rowdy together. So um, it's more fun if we can, you know, if we can do it the right way and, and, and do it safely. So I'm kind of holding out until, until things, you know, things get better. And then also I've just been so focused on getting this EP recorded and, and, and out. So that's been kind of the primary focus this, this, uh, the last couple months, just trying to get this recorded and, and finalized and then, and then out to everybody. So. So it's given you more time to be able to, you know, not put shows aside, but it's, because I, I think I've seen uh, a lot of artists saying that they haven't been able to get uh, into the studio or able to get with their band and everything was kind of put on hold. Uh, but it sounds like for you, it's given you more time to do it. Yeah. So the nice thing is we did have a, like, as far as the instrument stuff, we had a lot of it um, pretty much recorded before all this went down. So, you know, after, after that, it was more just, you know, me and one or two other guys getting together to, you know, you know lay down a banjo or lay down to some pedal steel guitar or things like that so um, we had a few you know one-off sessions that kind of we were able to continue through um, through the quarantine and things like that where it was only you know me my guitarist and then my bassist who's also been helping produce this the CP um, so so it would just be like the three of us getting together then or just me and my bassist getting together to, to lay down vocals things like that um, so yeah so we you know we kind of we're able to still continue recording and, and because we do everything ourselves and kind of, you know, makeshift, makeshift studios and just make sure we use good equipment. Um, we are able to kind of, you know, not worry about getting into studios or reserving studio time or anything like that. Um, and then it also gave me a lot of free time to write and, and I've been writing like crazy. So that's been fun too. And hoping to kind of, you know, have a whole nother EP ready by the time this one comes out. So. Okay. I have to ask you a big what if too. Um, yeah. So obviously uh you write all your own stuff you said that so you write a song okay and it's uh meant to be a duet or you want to feature somebody um choose one person in the entire world to uh cut a song with to be able to sing a song with oh my god wow so honestly just because of my style and and just you know the music i kind of grew up listening to at least from, you know, when he kind of came out was Jason Aldean. 
I think Jason and Aldine and I could cut a pretty, pretty badass song together. I think that would be fun. Um, obviously, I'd love to say Luke Combs or Eric Church or, you know, a few other of my favorites. But I think as far as what would make sense and what I would have the most fun with, you know, music wise, I think Jason Aldine would be uh, would have to be my, my answer. That's tough, though, man. There's so many good ones. <laughs> but yeah, I'd go I'd go Jason Aldean, I think. That's a good one. I would I would yeah, love to hear. Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear a Jason Aldean Kurt Freeman track coming your way eventually. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll try to make it happen. I was gonna say yeah, that'd be awesome. But because I was gonna say Luke Combs, that that would have been that's from what yeah, I feel like that was heard the easy from you. Answer and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I even I even have a, a Luke Combs reference in uh, in one of the, in timing actually on the on the next EP. So I feel like yeah, that was just too easy of an answer. Sorry, I was choking up my own shit here. <laughs> Gotta cut I was going to say, out. what are you guys drinking, drinking today? I saw you sipping oh on God. something, Brett. Brett has a drink. I don't have one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't, okay. I know it's Tuesday, my, so. It's Tuesday and my fridge is empty. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, Brett, it, that's is, a very, it is empty. That's a very color, it's a very colorful drink. <laughs> it's one of my fiance's drinks. It's mighty swell. It's an Austin thing. Okay. It's a spiked spritzer. Um, yeah. Is that, boy. is that different from seltzer or is that? I don't know. It's got a little I more like taste. I feel like there's seltzers or there's beer or there's liquor. Like, that's yeah, kind of how I just... I'll, I'll be honest. This isn't my uh, proudest <laughs> proudest <laughs> moment drinking this, but uh, our fridge is... Oh, you're good. T- tomorrow, tomorrow's our grocery day, so... Uh, like I was going to say, I know, I know it's Tuesday. You I just stocked you know, back up. Yeah. I actually, I got my... Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, awesome. going too. Manny Blue, Manny shout Blue. out to Manny Blue, yeah. Yeah, girls and beer. Been jamming that all summer, <laughs> dude. Same. Yeah, that, same here. Fantastic. We got to get uh, cause you you were on. So we we found Manny Blue because you were on his happy hour uh back in yeah. March, I believe. Um, man, we got to get like a tailgate country Manny Blue happy hour with like the five of us oh, on be, here. <laughs> dude, that would be awesome. I was gonna say we <laughs> could figure cool. something out for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I actually, because so I met Manny back and we did a show together actually at Collision Bend, the place I played at a few weeks ago um, on March 8th was actually the show that we played. It was like a Sunday night. And that's actually where he started the Blue Crew Happy Hour um, kind of event. And it was supposed to be, you know, a live show and a live tour where he was going to do kind of a singer songwriter um, type style show um, just around different cities that he was going on tour. So um, Cleveland just happened to be one of the first ones he did and so he reached out and and luckily me and my, my band were available so we we kind of set it up last minute and yeah we had a blast he was super cool all, all his band guys were, were all super nice and and uh, we just kind of hit it off so yeah so then a couple weeks later he was you know kind of changed it to a virtual thing and and uh, yeah we were able to uh, I was able to play with him twice twice on those the Blue Crew Happy Hour so yeah it was awesome he's a great dude and, and great great artist yeah yeah That's he's a real cool dude that was definitely one of the coolest that, things about quarantine was seeing all the different artists doing their own happy hours and singing with other artists. It was, it was cool to be able to see these different guys that I've never seen in person. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the, the other cool, cool one that I was able to do was the uh, the Thirsty Cowboy live stream um, that we actually did an Ohio uh, artist night that Mark Leach has been hosting. Um, I know you guys had him on a few weeks ago. Um, but it was him, Clark Manson, and, and myself that we did uh, a little Thirsty Cowboy live stream. So that was fun, just you know, hear, being able to hear those guys play and things like that. So yeah, it's it's been interesting for sure, but it's been it's been fun. Make made the most of it. Yeah, I 
I caught that one, and you played Outlaw on that one. I remember, so I'm excited. Oh yeah, for that. I was gonna say yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Those. I think Mark liked that one. He was like, "Oh, who'd you write that with?" And I was like, oh, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Echo and Brian, I I really enjoyed those uh, because you got a whole bunch of you got a whole bunch of uh, live streams with a, with a bunch of people artists together that you I guess normally wouldn't, um, mm-hmm. you know, because you can see you could see someone open for somebody, but you never really see them, you know, in that kind of setting where they get to chat with each other. And um, it's kind of like, you know, just sitting in the same room as them uh, and, oh, yeah. you know, 10,000 other people, whoever's watching. But yeah, I, th- I thought those were intimate real cool. So I'm, I'm glad you got to do uh, a bunch of them with, with a couple of cool local and uh, international guys too. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was such a good experience. Yeah. Definitely a first for me, but yeah, we had fun with it and it was, yeah, it was also cool to just kind of, you know, do something different, different platform and everything like that. And yeah, it was fun. Definitely a good time. Cool. Manny blues was so well put together too. I'd never seen like how he would switch the, to mm-hmm. each artist and the graphics yeah, and all so, that yeah yeah he had a whole management team that put that together and it was yeah so well mm-hmm. organized it was awesome like literally all i had to do was like you know similar to this just like click the button and i was in and we were off rolling so all right well before you get out of here kurt um we are gonna have you uh first time ever on our podcast uh we're gonna have you sing a few songs for us so yeah definitely um, Talked at the bar like no one else was around And I knew right from the start That this would be more than getting drinks at the bar Even then she was honest with me And because of her ex she just ain't ready And I said we could take this slow But she ain't gonna make it easy for me enough Cause it was the way she looked at me all night And the way she took my hair It was the way that she just smiled at me And laughed at what I said And no skating over her past And I understand that the timing never right When you meet the girl you're trying to find First things first is I heard what you said and then we just talked about just being friends and what's first. She sucked in my head like a lukewarm song playing over again and I knew she saw me about her past and I knew that I'm the kind of guy that can last and I know that's why she don't want to move too fast. Cause it was the way she looked at me all night And the way she took my hand It was the way that she just smiled at me And laughed at what I said And I knew skating over her past And I understand that the timing's never right 
When you meet the little girl, don't try to find Little girl, don't try to find And I know skating over her past And I understand that the timing's never right Cause it was the way she looked at me all night And the way she took my head It was the way that she just smiled at me And laughed at what I said And I knew she's getting over her past And I understand that the timing's never right When you meet the girl, don't try to find the girl you'll try to find. That's what I'm talking about. I caught the Luke Combs reference. Do you, you Hunter, you catch it? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good song. Yeah. That's what I'm talking hey. about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. We got, you know, in the full band version, we got some piano, we got some pedal steel guitar and things nice. like that. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that's that. That's gonna sound good. Yeah. Oh yeah, July 31st. That one's coming out July 31st on his EP. Yeah. That's oof, oof. That was a good one. Appreciate it. Cool. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I'll definitely play Texas for you guys. I appreciate you guys playing that for the intro, the outro. It's I love listening. It just puts a smile on my face every oh, time. Oh yeah. So, Same with us. Same with us. That's why yeah. we put it at the beginning. So. Awesome. Well, yeah. Here's Texas. <clears throat> Buying flowers, I remember booking flights. Be on the phone for hours every single night, making plans for the future. I visit you, visit me. Stronger than the distance and all those miles in between. Cause it's summer after college. She just said goodbye, and I remember all the silly things that I tried to get her stay. She went away to that job all the way to Texas. And I'm drowning in the bottle, I drank a bit jacket on. But it don't bring you back, I'm still waking up alone Wanting to blame, is you or is me? But I blame the distance and all those miles in between Cause summer after college, she just said goodbye And I remember all the silly things and I tried to get her stay, but she went away to that job all the way to Texas. Yeah, I'm 3 a.m. on a Friday night, and we're 
soul is she's on my mind. He's gone by and it still hurts. Don't know why I'm still missing her tonight. Still missing her tonight. Yeah. Good summer after college. She just said goodbye. And I remember all the things Yet I tried to get her to stay She went away To that job all the way Cause that summer after college She just said goodbye And I remember all the things Yet I tried to get her to stay She went away Time all the way to Texas, all the way to Texas, all the way to Texas. Nice. Thank you, guys. <laughs> a little bit of crowd noise there. I'll uh, I have to stick yeah, some hey. crowd noise in after that. That's what I'm talking about. So I, I love that song. I I love that song. That's man. so good. I really do. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's yeah, this. I actually wrote that as soon as I bought this guitar. It was uh, the first time I wrote it. What kind is that? Yeah, that thing's sweet. Martin DRS One. Oh. That, but big boy guitar. Yeah, this was kind of the uh, so it was kind of funny. So it was a combination of like grad, like college graduation money, and then I started my first big boy job. And like as when you with that job, once I made it through like the training, there was like, oh hey, now you're an official employee. Here's like the bonus for making it through the training. So that was all before student loans hit. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm so much money. I'm gonna go buy a super expensive guitar, and then. Um, cause it was like, I need, I wanted to get back into playing. I wanted a, you know, an electric acoustic that I could, you know, go to, go to open mics and plug in and play. And, uh, so yeah, so I kind of upgraded big time from going like a hundred dollar guitar to, <laughs> to this, but it forced me to play a lot and I was like, I got to take advantage of it. So yeah, it kind of forced me to, into, uh, writing a lot more, which has been fun. But, yeah. I got a, uh, a nice $170 Epiphone sitting right oh, yeah. in the corner over there. So, uh, and another... Another yeah, that's $150 like, Squire, not even Fender. <laughs> this is my first acoustic. Yeah, nice. This little, little Epiphone. And then I had a, uh, my first guitar was actually an electric when I thought I was going to be a rocker. And then I, oh, really? I could, I'm not that good a guitar. I got the guitar better than electric for sure. But, I got I got to know, did you, because I got the Epiphone for a reason. Cause I didn't know what brand to get when I was looking, mm -hmm. why did you get your Epiphone? So my, so actually my first, my, I have an electric, uh, Epiphone SG was my first guitar. And I was looking at a lot of like, cause when I was looking at my first guitar, I was looking at a lot of different electrics. Like there's a million different brands and obviously I wanted a Gibson, but I'm like, I'm not getting a Gibson. For my <laughs> yeah. first guitar. Like, that's not, that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, um, I always just liked the style of Epiphones. Epiphones just felt like, like kind of the junior model of, of a Gibson. Now there are some super nice Epiphones out there, but, um, but yeah, so for, I think for, for the, what I was looking for, I think Epiphones have a great sound. 
um, as far as a cheaper guitar. But yeah, I mean, I know people that have Yamahas that sound fine and, and things like that. But um, but yeah, I, I just always like the way Epiphones looked kind of, to be honest. I just, yeah, I just kind of saw that one and grabbed it off the wall and was like, I think this is the one I want. So. Okay. I went out of my way to get my Epiphone because of Eric Church's what I almost was. That's oh, the only, really? That's the only brand of guitar <laughs> oh, that I looked cool. at that, yeah. that wasn't just, Martin. Yeah. And I'm I like, even... I'm going to start there. Uh, it I'm wasn't like... my first guitar. <laughs> you want to lean over a little bit and show uh, Kurt where my, my first guitar is? Washburn. Oh, yeah. there you oh, go. The one to the left. Or the, the <laughs> broken one? The That's one my broke. first guitar. It's a $60 <laughs> Amazon guitar, and now it's a decoration on Hunter's Walls of Shelf. Yeah, I, I, I tried to play it and broke the well, the bridge broke off of it, so I turned it into a shelf. Yeah. Well, if you ever want to smash that on stage, if I ever have a stage for you to smash it on, <laughs> <laughs> well the that one was tough because the the um the neck of it like the strings were so high twisted. Yeah. yeah and the strings sit yeah, about this high off the off the frets so that's that's the nice thing like when i when i upgraded from the epiphone to the martin i'm like oh my god this is so much easier on the thing like so much easier to play it's like yeah. amazing what yeah. what expensive guitars will do but yeah. um but yeah so I'll, I'll play i'll play a couple new ones for you guys that i've written during quarantine please do um, so really no one's heard them yet but i'll play the first one is more of an upbeat one it's uh it's called midwest life so <laughs> we grew up fishing on the great lakes going hat on grandpa's boat he tells stories about the old days and give the best advice whenever you need it most. We always had a Chevy in the driveway because my uncle worked for GM. A city skyline has a few smokestacks, and I guess you can thank that Rust Bell about the thing. I think growing up where I grew up was the best Cause it made me who I am When I think about my town and where I'm from Yeah, it all makes perfect sense Cause I'm just a little west of how boy And a little bit, a little, a little bit of coin It ain't a lie, but it's all I need I'm just a little west of how poor Got a cool little beer, sit back and enjoy We live our play back in K3 Midwest life agrees with me Everybody's got plans on Sundays And everybody's got a beer fridge in the garage we only get a few months summer, but in November we break out our camouflage. Cause I'm just a little west of how boy, and a little bit of linen, a little bit of corn. It ain't a lie, but it's all I need. I'm just a little west of how boy, and a cool full of beer, sit back and enjoy. We live not play back, then get free. It 
who's the best, who's made me who I am. When I think about my town, it will have yeah, it all makes perfect sense. So I'm just a little bit of a little a little bit of a little bit of coin. He ain't a but it's all happening. I'm just a little west of my home for a fancy bag in a jewel. We live our baby back in Capri and get this half of Christmas. Get this half of Christmas. Get this half of Okay, so can we cut that one tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, that's a country song. Hurry it, hurry Damn, it out with the good. EP. Yeah. Uh, like, that's, I, I'm hoping to have a whole another EP ready to go after this one comes out. Because I'm like, I wrote all like a bunch of songs in quarantine. That, that's one of my favorites that I've written. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah, see why. Great. I mean, there's not a... Yeah, you got, uh, good. I'm glad you guys, I was going to say, you guys know, know the Midwest. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Call me out if it wasn't good. And and there's not a lot of country about it. So like that. That's I'm, what I was thinking. I'm, I'm like, I need to find something to represent the Midwest. Like, oh yeah. You know, without going the whole blue collar. You know, like, to at least going too too cliche with it. But yeah, we'll I love play. that one. I love that, I like one. that one. So this is one that's actually called "Since You've Been Gone," not to be confused with Kelly Clarkson's jam. Oh, but, I thought uh, we're getting a cover. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so this one is uh, is another one I wrote. Yeah, like kind of work in progress, uh, working title. But um, yeah, this is kind of about that the same girl that timing's about actually. But um, so it's kind of the inspiration behind this one. All right. Since you've been gone, I've been back on the bullshit again. Drinking away too much whiskey and sniff just one cigarette. Since you've been gone, I've been the only one in my bed. I call it sleeping alone, but I can't get you out of my head. Then I think is it just me? Am I the only one going crazy? And I know I let you go. When you left, I left something amazing. And my friends can tell that I'm not myself. But the hell did I lose? And I don't know what to do. Since you've been gone, no one tried to shotgun anymore. And when that song comes on, I don't crank it up loud like Since you've been gone, I've been trying to get you out of my mind. Yeah. 
Taking down our pictures shall leave no trace behind. Then I think you see just me. Now the only one gonna see. And I know I'll let you go. When you left, I left something amazing. And my friends can't tell that I'm not myself. But the hell it happens. And I don't know what to do. Do I just send this test? Cause how much harm could it really do? I ain't gonna be no rich, but I just need it all before I send it to you. Then I think, is it just me? Am I the only one going crazy? Yeah, I know I let you go when you left out. Something amazing, and my friends can't tell that I'm not myself. The world, the hell did I lose? And I don't know what to do. I just can't figure out what to do. Yeah. Since you've been gone, I've been back on the bullshit again. So... I'm definitely releasing uh, two versions of this podcast. One of them in the extended because I want to include all of those on there. Okay, hell yeah. So good. I'll just say, if you want to just include them, you can. I just, as long as they're sounding good. I wasn't sure how the quality or whatever was going to be, but as long as everything's sounding sounding decent, I'm cool. It sounds pretty good, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Um, I'm trying to think. I have, maybe I could probably play one more. I think I have one more new one. Oh, yeah. All right, Um, let's do it. So this one is called Plus Some Drinks. So I think I actually played this on one of the Manny Blue Happy Hours, actually. Mm-hmm. So it was right after I wrote it, and I was like, super pumped about it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to play it. All right. But... <clears throat> And all your friends are staying in Not sure if you want to drink But I can tell deep down You want to hit the town You shoot me that look that's it Boy, you know what to do right now So I put your song on Need a hand, you appear as you dance in the hall. Singing every line, I work by the times we got all night long. Ain't overpowered, apple two shots of whiskey. Cheers, we're gonna throw them down. I just love you, mate, for some drinks. For some drinks. 
girl, now you got me so high. But it's every single day. It starts in the morning when I wake up and I get to see that face. But it's not like the face, the face we're making right now. It's a face you make when you just need to hear that sound. So I put your song on, and I hear you be his dancing along. Singing every line, not worried about the times we got all night long. And you're about ready, two shots of whiskey. Just a little down, I just love you, mate, for some drinks. For some drinks, yeah. So I put some on. And I hand you a beer, it's dancing along. Singing every line, now we're about to time to sweep. Got all night long. Thank you guys. Appreciate you letting me jamming for a bit with you guys. Thanks for jamming with us. That's uh, yeah. something that's never happened uh, with uh, on our podcast before. So yeah, no, I'll definitely uh, release this as an extended cut so that everybody can uh, give a chance to to listen to that and they know exactly where to go find it. But um, awesome, appreciate dude, it, dude. Thanks, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll have to have you on again uh, real soon, not like in a year soon, like <laughs> yeah, real soon. Dude, <laughs> I, I haven't had a whole lot going on, so this is, this worked out perfect with being able to promote the EP a little bit, talk about that. So. No, this was perfect. I appreciate you guys having me back. And again, the thanks for the uh, the merch. I'm I'm pumped about it. And oh, dude, yeah. first of all, when I saw this, I was like, this reminds me so much of the Baker Mayfield uh, walk on hoodie that he was wearing. Yeah. Draft, like the mm-hmm. white clean white hoodie. I'm like, dude, I gotta get that. Listen, local, like, go. I couldn't believe nobody's uh, trademarked that so far. So I'm gonna jump on that. So, dude, seriously, <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that is the coolest thing ever. Like, I'm I'm getting that right now. But all right, well, yeah. bef- before you get out of here, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, market yourself tell uh, everybody where they can uh, find you social media where they can stream your music and then just give us one more reminder about that ep coming out yeah for sure so um so anything on social media uh, facebook you can find me at kurt freeman music um instagram kurt freeman music um anything spotify itunes amazon um, all that good stuff you can find me at just kurt freeman um appreciate you guys having me again uh, we're going to have a new EP coming out on July 31st, uh, three new songs, all the streaming platforms everywhere you can find me already. So um, yeah, thank you guys again for having me. This has been a blast and uh, yeah, it was good catching up. Dude, thanks for hanging out with us and uh, we'll have yeah, you on again awesome. uh, real soon here. All right. Definitely. Sounds good guys. I right, right, appreciate it. Soon, See ya. Thanks. Right, see you guys. See ya.